1: She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered, and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hi, everyone.
2: This is Kristen Harper. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Today is a beautiful day here in Arizona, and I'm really excited about this episode today, I have some very special guests. Now, if you would like to learn more about me, I have two websites: PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com, and if you're interested in a virtual health coaching package or a hair mineral analysis package, uh, definitely check out that website. And then also, I have another website: KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N Harper. And if you're interested in hiring me for one of your events, I would love to come speak. I am a health and wellness speaker. And also, if you're interested in in sponsoring my show, please reach out to me at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. This is a huge network. There's over 3 million listeners worldwide, so this would definitely uh, help you and your business if you would work with me and become a sponsor. And then also to really help my show out is go to butcherbox.com forward slash Kristen Harper Speaks, which is K-R-I-S-T-E-N Harper Speaks. You can go there, uh, type in your email address, and you can buy some 100% grass-fed beef and organic free-range chicken. They're healthy meats, and that will help you support my show so I can get the information out to the world that is truly needed, and my show is opposite of mainstream. You're going to hear topics that you normally don't hear with mainstream health and wellness programs, and also I just wanted to let you know I was recently on an EFX sports show with, they interviewed me, uh, the Dr. Jeff Golini and co-host Brian Andrews asked me to be on their show, and I talked about nutrition, exercise for athletes, causes of weight gain, and so much more. And my interview, Will, I'm really excited about this. My interview will be on ESPN this upcoming Sunday, August 27th, Sunday morning. And if you're wanting to listen to my interview, you can go to ESPN910.com. And so I'm super excited about that. So the reason I wanted to do this episode today, which is all about the film Vaxed, from Cover Up to Catastrophe, and uh, bringing in Polly Tommy, who is the producer of this film, and also Dr. Suzanne Humphreys. I wanted to bring in my guests and talk about this film, because number one, I feel that we're in a, we have a health crisis going on. Uh, autism is just skyrocketing. And also I really admire the, the team, the Vax team, because they're out there doing all kinds of activism to spread the word about vaccines and autism. I, I bet you they're spending a lot of time and working so hard, long hours, to get the information out all over the world. So I, I do admire them. So this Vax film, I have watched it. It is amazing, and I highly recommend you check it out. And basically, the film includes interviews with pharmaceutical insiders, doctors, politicians, parents of vaccine-injured children, revealing an alarming deception that has contributed to the skyrocketing increase of autism and potentially the most catastrophic epidemic of our lifetime. And when I was watching the film, I I learned a lot. And basically, within the film, it it, it talks about, like, the last 30 years, the childhood vaccine schedule has tripled. The U.S. autism rate has skyrocketed. It used to be, like, 1 in 10,000, and now it's 1 in 50. There's dozens of published research papers that show a link between vaccines and autism, And then also in the film, it it did talk about the vaccine court, that in 1986, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act was passed by Congress as a result of pharmaceutical lobbying. And it shields the drug companies from liabilities from injuries and deaths caused by the vaccines they manufacture. And instead of suing the pharmaceutical company directly, parents are faced to petition Department of Health and Human Service. And if federal officials oppose compensation, the case is argued before a special master in U.S. claims court, which many individuals call it vaccine court. And the pharmaceutical companies do not have to participate in the proceedings at all. (laughs) And the taxpayers, it's up to us to pay for these uh, damages and the US Department of Justice acts as the government's lawyer with the taxpayers footing the bill for their defense. And since 1986 the vaccine court has paid approximately 3 billion dollars to for these vaccine injuries. And then also the film did talk about the CDC's fraudulent MMR study that has been used to deny the claims of children with autism. So let me introduce you to my very special guest. It's an honor to have them on the show. I'm so excited about this. My first guest is Holly Tommy and she's the producer of the Vax film, Vax from Cover Up to Catastrophe. She is the mother of Billy, a 20 year old boy with autism, a book author, Founding Editor-in-Chief of the world's preeminent autism magazine, the Autism File and Autism Media Channels, TV host, and award-winning documentary film producer, she is an outspoken autism advocate and founder of the not-for-profit Autism Trust in the U.K. and U.S. Polly has appeared in print and television media around the globe, She's gone head-to-head with top political leaders, and she has never compromised. She has received multiple nominations and awards from, among others, the Women of the Year Foundation, Red Magazine, and the British Society of Magazine Editors. And then also I have another special guest, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys. She is a conventionally educated medical doctor who was a participant in the conventional hospital system from 1989 until 2011 after leaving the hospital in good standing of her own volition. And then in 2011, she has been furthering her research, lecturing in various parts of the world, writing books and conducting her own private practice in Maine and Virginia. She holds current American Board of Internal Medicine Certifications in Internal Medicine and Nephrology. Dissolving Illusions was co-authored by Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, and Rising from the Dead, her autobiography and insider view of the medical system was released in 2016. Her latest adventures have included traveling with Polly Tomi on the VAX bus, touring the USA, UK, Australia, and New Zealand. And I want to welcome both of you to my show, Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for uh, you, being on. It's, it's definitely an honor. Uh, so if maybe we could start with... Uh, Uh, Polly, and uh, if you could just talk about the Vax film, maybe just give us a summary, and then what made you really want to go ahead and produce this film?
0: Well, first of all, I must uh, give credit to Dale Tree because he is the producer. I am a a producer with him, and my main role and passion has been the same as as it is 20 years ago my son was um, injured by the MMR vaccine, that is the parents, the parents' stories. And so my role in the film was to uh, film the parents. And there's, uh, you've seen the film, uh, a lot of parents involved with the Hear This Well campaign and Sheila Ely, amongst others. So uh, the film is about Ford at the CDC. It's about a top um, scientist at the CDC called William Thompson. And he comes out and tells us, that fraud has been committed at the CDC and that the CDC cannot be trusted. And I think that's a very important message. And I think everyone should see the film just that that is nothing else alone. So it doesn't matter whether you're pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, whatever you are, you should see the film to see that the CDC cannot be trusted. But what's happened since the film is, for me, much more important, and that is... The stories are from around the world, what we've uncovered, for me, it was always MMR. MMR was a problem. It was a a vaccine that injured my son. But what's really opened our eyes as we've traveled around the world recording stories is that every vaccine is a problem and every kind of injury. Autism really is a very small part of vaccine injury. So we are way, way more advanced than the film now. As We've moved on in the the year and a half since it, it came out.
2: Right, right. And with you guys doing so much activism, and I know Dr. Humphreys has uh, traveled with you, and you guys have done a lot of traveling around the world. Have
0: you guys gotten a lot of pushback at all? Um, well, no, we haven't. I mean, it's upping its game now, I, uh, to be honest. We, we, I think that really these stories are affecting the other side. Um, you know, I, I, if I fail to understand how a, a little black bus that travels around with over 6,000 signatures and stories can really cause the amount of mayhem that it is. But we are now, as we travel around, there are a group of people that are trying to stop us as we progress, but they can't. You know, the people are way more powerful than a few protesters. Um, but on the whole, no, we're greatly received because many people, the more the other side push back and say that we're dangerous and, we, and everything that the parents are saying is lies, the more people are intrigued to find out what is going on. I think that is their downfall, is that they're, they're making a, such a thing about parents being able to tell their stories. It's their story about what happened to their child. And nobody knows a child better than the parents so the fact that it's just being slammed down as as you know countless endless um, lies is something that's making more and more interest so no on the whole many 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 more people are supporting us than not right that is just
2: absolutely wonderful and then dr Humphreys, what is your take with your travel so far how do you think things have been going with your activism well,
3: yeah, so, you know, I, I'm in agreement with Polly that the uh, welcoming that I've had from parents who had inclinations that there was a problem with their own children and that were uncomfortable with the vaccines and then finally getting the information with real research standing behind it, which is what I do. And so that the reception I've got is overwhelmingly <laughs> positive. And so we're talking about, you know, 0. 0.5 to 1% of people, out there who uh, have a problem with what I'm saying. And most of the time what they will come back with isn't any answer to the science that I'm presenting. It will be personal insults. So when I look at that, it just really, it's, it's kind of like, you know, a fly landing on my hand. It's, it's not a big deal at all. And my mission, like Polly's, has been to help the parents uh, get their information and spread the word amongst themselves with credible PMID number-backed information that they can talk to their friends with, talk to their medical providers with, and that's really the most important thing. We don't focus on the negativity that we're inevitably going to receive. You know, you don't get into this thinking that you're not going to have any pushback knowing what kind of a force is really behind it. Right, right. So it sounds like you guys have had a lot of success
2: so far and we have to take a short break now. This is Kristen Harper and my guest is Polly Tomey and Dr. Suzanne Humphreys and you are listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy and Motivated on the Voice America's Health and Wellness channel. Stay tuned.
1: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching
3: The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Can grief be good for you? Absolutely! It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses.
1: To tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated.
2: everyone. Hi, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, and my show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And today's episode is all about the Vaxxed film, From Cover-Up to Catastrophe. And I have two special guests that have joined me. I have Polly Tommy, and she is one of the producers of the film, and I also have Dr. Suzanne Humphreys. And before the break they were telling me about just a, a great success they've had with uh, touring, you know, going in their, uh, their bus and, and talking to people and, and traveling the world. They've had great success, and I think people are just waking up, which is just so exciting. And so what I'd like to um, do now is I had a team member tell me a, a, a Vax team member tell me that you guys had some issues in Australia and, th- and this question is directed at uh, Polly. Um, I was told that you guys had got kicked out of and banned from Australia for spreading anti-Vax lies and I just wanted to get more information from you because basically that would be considered extreme suppression of free speech in that country. So if you could just give me some more information would be great. Just give us an update. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, that, that, so I was um, traveling through, I was coming out of Australia with um, my um, technical director, Anu, and both of us were leaving Australia at the particular same time. And they did, they pulled me aside and um, they did, they did, you know, take my phone and photograph the communication between myself and, and the Australian team and um, told me that I would not be able to come back to Australia and that an email would follow up on that. And um, I did actually get an email um, saying that, yes. And, but it was only me in the team that got this email that said that, you know, I, basically I was disrupting potential disruption to Australia with my so called anti vaccine film and anti vaccine message. But I mean really and truly my position in America in Australia as it is around the world is to record the stories of the parents and i don't seek them out they come to me you know we have an ambassador in every single area puts a call out and and the people come forward i don't know who they are most of the time and they come to me and we just literally go live on our social media and they describe what happens to themselves and and you know it kind of annoys me in a way that i am labeled as anti-vaccine because i have three children and every single one of them has been vaccinated i don't have an unvaccinated child my i myself am vaccinated um do i regret it yes wholly after what i've learned but um you know this whole um parents again i go back to the same thing you know in the beginning it's obviously more of a threat to them than anything else any scientist or doctor or anything else that the parents themselves are coming forward and talking about their stories and Ever since we have started to record the health of the unvaccinated, and I say health because I have yet to do a story of a family that have not, you know, have not given their children any vaccines, and all of them appear healthy. Yes, they get you know colds and whooping cough and things like that, and they recover and they're stronger and they go on to become stronger. There's a stark difference between the health of the vaccinated versus unvaccinated, and it's the parents, and I think that is what is petrifying. Australia, and many, many other um, people that that probably have a conflict of interest.
2: Right, right. And like you said, you know, it's not just the autism that's an issue, but uh, vaccines can cause uh, many side effects.
0: Yeah, I mean, yesterday, I uh, was in Kansas City, and I must have recorded uh, 10 stories. And each one was absolutely horrific. We went from the autism story, we went from the, the boy who had the MMR, and then uh, actually eventually ended up having his legs amputated. Um, we had death of a baby after the four month vaccines, we had the death of a Gardasil girl, a teenager, the 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 different types of injury, um, some may call them, you know, not so severe, but each one is preventable. And that that is the thing. It is not okay for children to walk around with inhalers and asthma and allergies through the roof. These are things that I am not seeing when I record the stories of the unvaccinated. It's clear and night and day. Right. And uh, it just it just breaks my heart to
2: hear those stories. But I believe the only way to change the world is what you guys are doing. You're you know you have this film and you're getting out there to talk to people, and that's the way to change the world. That's what I believe.
0: So, yeah, and you know I'm just going just to tell you going forward is one of the the things that's happening now is that parents are going turning to their own social media in their areas around the world and recording. Stories in their areas. So this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, as, as I sort of, um, I'm in America to build, you know, the Autism Trust to build the futures for the children like Billy that are uh, so severely damaged. But as I come back into that, uptake, the uptake of the people around the world as they take on what I've been doing and record stories. This is getting bigger and bigger, and they can't, they won't be able to silence the parents no matter how hard they try because it's, as I say, it's it's across the world.
2: Right, right. That's absolutely wonderful. And, um, yep, they're not going to be able to silence anyone because the word is just going to continue to spread. And do do you and Dr. Humphreys have anything else that you would like to share about the film or... Any of your um, I, would, I would just
0: like to. I would just like to say, and I would really like. Uh, obviously, Dr. Suzanne is much more qualified to talk about this. Is that it's actually exhausting to hear from the other side? Um, oh, you're going to bring polio back. Oh, um, smallpox is going to come back. Herd immunity. Herd immunity. Herd immunity. And I think once people understand what I would call, you know, the the complete brainwashing of these things, then I think that we're going to get over the big fear. Everyone is living in fear. So um, I'm so grateful to have Dr. Suzanne traveling with us because she's a medical doctor, completely professionally trained, and is able to answer those questions. And they're really, I would regard them as fairly simple, Dr. Suzanne may say otherwise. Right. And so that's actually, let's get into that that topic now,
2: because that's brought up. I hear that often. And let's talk about the polio vaccine myth. But I hear this often from people that, you know, when they're debating, whether it's on social media or elsewhere, they say, well, vaccines stopped polio. So I would like Dr. Humphreys to talk about the polio vaccine myth.
3: Okay, well, obviously, that, that was something that was thrown at me back when I was starting to notice kidney failure after influenza injections to my adult patients. And my first thought was, well, what does polio and smallpox have anything to do with what I'm seeing in front of my patients? It had nothing to do, but because people have a knee-jerk tendency to want to defend vaccines because they've all been basically marinated in a culture that thinks that vaccines have um, done something that they simply haven 't uh, that that 's the first thing that comes up, and I am not exempt from that uh, brainwashing that society has about the history of vaccination, so I had to go and dig really deep into my own research to figure out what the polio story was. I spent years doing it, I had to yeah. dig, dig to see what the smallpox story was, and i 'm actually still digging up new information so um, I'll talk a little bit about that, but I'll just say to make a long story short, if you go to We Are Vaxxed or if you go to Vax.com or Vax TV, and put my name in under the video section, you'll see several videos that I've done recently regarding uh, smallpox, kind of an update on that, and my polio video is also available online, as is my polio chapter from Dissolving Illusions, because I felt that. The information was so important that I couldn't charge for it, and I needed to release it. It's about 60 pages, and it, it's a really good synopsis of the, the majority of the story that parents really need to understand that most of us were never made aware of. So polio has been around probably since humanity has been around, and it existed as a normal commensal virus in the intestines of natives. Uh, they, there's There have been tests in native populations where um, basically um, at what we call the developed world did not reach. And they found that they had 100% immunity to all three types of poliovirus. And I, I gave the medical reference for that, uh, the studies that were done looking at these people. There was no paralysis. There was no deformities, uh, no evidence of physical poliomyelitis in this tribe. Uh, so what happened was over time, human beings started doing certain things that whether there was a virus or not, you could develop uh, basically the same pathology in the same part of the spine, giving the same clinical symptoms, which would be one or more muscle groups paralyzed, sometimes permanently, sometimes temporarily. The worst being if the um, brainstem, you know, innervation was paralyzed, that could put you on what is the yesterday's ventilator called an iron lung. And so uh, DDT, arsenic, lead, tonsillectomies, um, any kind of injection at all, even just an empty needle in a time where the polio virus could be circulating. Uh, There are many etiologies of what was called polio or poliomyelitis that actually had nothing to do with polio virus at all. And so I go through that in depth in that polio chapter. And I really think that people need at a very minimum to go take the time to read that chapter to understand the history. leads us all the way up today to today with what's happening in India as well as um, what's happening in the USA. We're still seeing paralysis in the USA. They call it polio-like, where back in the polio days, even though some of the viruses weren't polio virus, they didn't call it polio-like. They scared the heck out of everyone. They called it polio. They started the March of Dimes. The sole reason for that was to develop a vaccine, and once that vaccine development came underway, there was no way it was going to fail. So I go through the whole history of the Francis trials, the very first vaccine, the corruption within that, the other countries that objected to the so-called science that was being used in the USA, and what I consider to be the whole truth about that vaccine. Thank you for the information. That was
2: very informative. And you definitely need to check out her information because uh, we need to get the word out about um, vaccines, and that's exactly what the Vax team is doing. But we also need that information about polio because we hear it all the time, you know, vaccines stop the polio. And so that's just wonderful information. And so we just need to... Read that information around. And uh, another thing that I hear often in the in, when vaccines are brought up is herd immunity. And if Dr. Humphreys, if you could talk about that
3: with herd immunity, yes. So you know the idea of herd immunity is that if most people in uh, such a say neighborhood get their vaccines, that those that are most vulnerable being the newborn babies or the sick people who can't take vaccines will be protected by this wall of immunity created by the vaccine. And, um, I don't know if you can hear this bird in the background, but it's really, really loud. Um, sorry about that. Um, so what I've done over and over throughout, you know, Scandinavia and recently New Zealand, Australia, USA, um, giving different talks about the absolute laws, um, proven, problems with this theory, which seems to make sense. And it would make sense if you had a vaccine that was highly effective, that was highly personally protective, and that lasted a long time. And that is actually not the case for any of the vaccines whatsoever. So I've gone through it in depth with the measles vaccine, showing that the top scientists today say that there's no way that the vaccine we have today will eradicate measles and actually the only reason the measles vaccine seems to do anything regarding herd protection at all is because it actually gives you an injected case of measles and you know you talked about the three billion dollar lawsuits that were paid out and the corruption in the cdc research now if they would admit that the brain damage that is happening is related to the mmr vaccine it would be, it would actually probably bankrupt the entire vaccine compensation system. So that's why they're having to defend this so heavily and keep going over about herd immunity, herd immunity. It's a flawed concept with regard to the measles vaccine. We're having increasing doses required. We're having more and more injuries happening all the time. The mumps portion is a complete dud. The rubella portion was never necessary because it's better to have that disease as a child. And measles the death rates were going down, the encephalitis rates were going down. There's every reason to believe that we could have handled this disease from the beginning. Now, if you look at something like whooping cough or pertussis, you know, it's a far more easy to prove devastating problem that we're having because of the vaccine, and I've been through that in depth with numerous PMID numbers, and, you know, I believe this is why I'm largely ignored within the medical community because the cognitive dissonance that exists there when they see what I've shown and what they think they, they understand, they, most medical doctors and the medical system in general just prefers to ignore me because they can't go, go they can't backtrack and say, we were wrong. The vaccine isn't working. We need to stop it right now. And that's really what needs to happen. The, The pertussis vaccine needs to be stopped point blank right now, as far as I'm concerned. It's causing mutant strains in vaccinated populations. It's actually increasing the transmission to those susceptible people that we're supposed to be protecting with our wall of herd immunity. And that's just two vaccines. I mean, I could go on about them, but I don't think you want to spend your whole show doing that. Uh huh. Well, we have some extra time,
2: too, after this next break. So whatever you guys want to talk about would be great. So let's go ahead and take a short break. This is Kristen Harper, and my guest is Polly Tomey and Dr. Suzanne Humphreys. And you're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Stay tuned. <music>
1: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bally Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated.
2: Listeners, this is Kristen Harper, and my show is tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Today's episode is all about Vax, the film, and I have two wonderful guests with me. We have Polly, Tommy, and Tommy, and we also have Dr. Suzanne Humphries. And it's been about talking about the film and then also their activism and. We have also talked about the herd immunity and the polio vaccine myth and just on and on. I've really gotten some great information from both of them. And so Dr. Humphreys, before the break, was talking about possibly wanting to talk about other vaccines. Well, we've talked about the MMR, but if you could bring up other vaccines and also the side effects.
3: Okay. Well, you know, I want to speak to your audience in particular right now because obviously these are people that are interested in being happy and being healthy and being motivated. And in order to do that, everybody understands that you need a healthy central nervous system, correct? At the very least. You know, maybe you can have a muscle group not working. Maybe you can be missing an arm or a leg or even an organ. But in order to be happy, healthy and motivated, a central nervous system is crucial. So... In my mind, that is the most sensitive and important organ system that exists. And while people can label um, one of the most devastating side effects of vaccines as autism, what it really is is vaccine injury. It's a huge spectrum of different manifestations of vaccine injury. So I would like to direct your audience to go... Uh, Google excipient list of vaccines, E-X-C-I-P-I-E-N-T. And go ahead and look and find out for yourself that there's E. coli listed as an ingredient in the meningococcal vaccines, that there are monkey kidney cells still listed in the polio vaccines, that formaldehyde, polysorbate 80 and all kinds of chemicals that your audience who's probably doing lots of yoga, eating lots of organic food and going out of their way to avoid chemicals in their shampoos and in their environments and their surroundings, Please be very critical of what you're injecting into yourself and your children. Look at the package inserts for any vaccine that you're considering getting, because those package inserts have valuable information that every person must understand before that vaccine goes in. And I will tell you that the practitioners that are administering those vaccines will not have read those package inserts. Many of them, when the parents say, but isn't there aluminum in that vaccine? The practitioner might say, no, we don't have aluminum in the vaccine. Open the package insert and look at the exact amount of aluminum that's in there. Don't believe that mercury has gone out of, the, out of the vaccines for children. It's not. It's still in the multi-dose influenza vaccines. It's still in trace amounts of many of the other childhood vaccines. And then consider the, the, the really bottom line, which is that every vaccine causes inflammation. And in the first two years of life, the blueprint, the genetic blueprint for the brain and the rest of the body and the immune system, which is intimately connected with the bones and every other organ system, is set to be in an anti-inflammatory profile. And over the first two years of life, we get slightly and slightly more pro-inflammatory, which is actually a state of health to be slightly pro-inflammatory. We actually do make some autoantibodies in health. But the autoantibodies that are made after vaccinations that contain aluminum and the problems that happen after an MMR vaccine goes in three live viruses at once, especially in a child that's already sick or on antibiotics can be absolutely devastating. So please go watch my videos on the problems with aluminum. Please read the excipient list and the package inserts if you do nothing else. And then if you want to go get vaccinated, by all means, go get vaccinated. But that is the baseline information that you need.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And um, do, you, do you guys have anything else that you would like to talk about as far as the vaccines, the... Um, activism, anything else that you'd like to talk about?
0: Well, I mean, I'd just like to say to any parents listening... One of the things that has been uh, um, devastating, very hard to listen to as we have traveled around listening to parents is the level of bullying that occurs as they go into their pediatrician's office or their doctor's office. And so my message to the parents is, please, before you, if you are going to go into your pediatricians, your GPs um, and, and talk to them about your children's vaccines or their health, please be armed if you're not going to vaccinate with exactly what you're talking about, because they will tell you. Yesterday I heard, you know, this woman was backed into a corner and she just, I could, don't want to vaccinate my child. And, and, and in the end, all she could think of to get out of the office was, well, I need to go and speak to my husband. And the pediatrician made her call, the husband there in the office would not let her leave. And she ended up vaccinating her very injured child. So please go into the doctor's office to get out that insert, as Dr. Suzanne said. And if you look at it and you think, I don't understand what these things are, Google every single word on there and make yourself understand so that you know what you're talking about. Otherwise, they will bully you so bad. Badly, that you will probably more likely end up vaccinating and regret it for the rest of your life. That's my, my view as a parent, parent to parent. Please be careful. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And so, overall, I mean, what are the answers overall to fix this uh, health crisis, crisis that's going on as far as the skyrocketing autism rates and the corruption that's going on? If you could just maybe give us some steps step one, step two, step three. So that people that are listening today, they can do what it takes to help the world.
0: Well, I mean, I'll do mine as a, as a, as a mother to a mother and parent to parent. And I'm sure Dr. Suzanne has a different, uh, I don't know. But um, what, what I think is we have to con- take control. I was not in control of my children. Um, I was bowing down to these doctors who I guess I treated as semi-gods, you know, the white coat brigade with their, um, medical degrees, and you know, as a, as a young child, you know, you're taught at school that you need to bow down to authority. And I think number one is take control. You have this baby. This, in my opinion, is a gift. It's a gift from God, and you have to. You're in charge of that child, so you have to do your job. And uh, you know, as I said, we, we did everything. We we researched the the crib, we researched the uh, car seat, the food, everything. But we didn't research the vaccines. We trusted. Take control, and if you do not want, do not be bullied. You're in charge, as I said before. No one can make you do anything. So take control, get yourself informed, and say no. You are completely entitled to say no. So uh, join as many groups as you can. There's some brilliant groups of brilliant parents around the country. Um, uh, join our social media. Follow us on our journey as we go live around the world talking to parents and, and also building the futures for our children. Where are they going to go? Where are all these uh, injured children, injured adults that are, you know, my son's six foot four. He's huge. He's strong. And if he's not looked after properly, you know, he can be as much of a danger to society as society is to him. And that's a reality that many don't talk about. But it's true and it's a fact and we have to take responsibility. So I say join with us, join with other good organizations and get involved. You have to, even if you have unvaccinated healthy children, it is your duty here on earth to look after those that are vulnerable. So everyone needs to get involved in that.
2: Right. I agree completely. And then what about you, Dr. Humphreys? What Can you give as far as advice, as far as?
3: Okay, well, well, I would ask all of your listeners to ask themselves a question. And the question is, what do you actually know about vaccines? Do you just believe in vaccines or do you actually know something about vaccines? And then I would want to ask that to every medical practitioner as well. What do you actually know about vaccines? Because I can tell you that in medical school, we don't learn anything about vaccines except when they're supposed to be given, that they saved the world, and that they're the most important medical advance ever in the history of medicine. What I want to point out to your listeners is that I have never told a person to not vaccinate. I never will tell a person to not vaccinate. What I would like to point is that, My discovery was that there is a huge amount of corruption within the medical systems, within the educational system. There's a lack of education of doctors, which is intentional. Doctors are basically high-paid technicians that are used to get as many vaccines and drugs into people as possible to keep the money stream flowing. And I would like to, as evidence, point out a group at the CDC that calls themselves Spider CDC scientists, and it stands for scientists preserving integrity, diligence, and ethics in research. And you can just Google this, spider CDC scientists, and you can go and read about what these CDC scientists say themselves. They're anonymous because they're afraid of the repercussions. They wrote up an entire document. You know, calling for an overhaul of the um, CDC because of the known corruption that we know. I would like to point people um, to talks that I've done that are available on my YouTube channel. In particular, pointing out uh, two scientists: one is named Paul Thorson, one is named William Thompson, which you see in, in Vax. But there's another scientist named Thorson who is behind the majority of the research that supposedly dispelled the vaccine autism connection, and which is used to deny parents their right, their due right after their children have been um, pretty much lobotomized after vaccinations. And so there are, there are two studies in particular, and I think it's really important that people understand it. I think that people need to go see what Brian Hooker has written about these studies that, that supposedly dispel the myths between vaccines and autism. I think that people need to go to Age of Autism and read up on that. I think people need to go and listen to what Andrew Wakefield has to say himself when he's talking about what actually happened in the study that is used now to discredit everything that I say, everything that Polly says, and the Vax movie, and to see what that study really was for themselves before they go thinking that we're all a bunch of nutters and that the best thing they can do is start putting in antigens, aluminum, antibiotics, and other excipients, including various types of animal cells and um Uh, enzymes for say pig pancreas for example is one of the ingredients into their newborn perfectly healthy children talk to the unvaccinated parents talk to parents who are in their 50s 60s and 70s who have adults that they never vaccinated ask them how many medical doctor visits they needed ask them how many chronic illnesses their children have and ask them how many courses of antibiotics their children had what you're going to find is a population of children that have a level of health that I never dreamed possible as a conventional medical practitioner and as a person growing up in the United States.
2: That was wonderful information. You both are a wealth of knowledge. And if the listeners want to get a hold of you, what are the best websites to go to, including
0: the film website? Um, well, if you go to YouTube, um, follow Vax TV. Um, on uh, Facebook, We Are Vaxxed, it's called We Are Vaxxed, and Periscope at Team Vaxx. and Dr. Suzanne has other sites as well. Okay, and
2: I, I thank you both for yes, uh, joining um, me yes. today. Suzanne. Uh, and uh, we actually are at the end of the show now and you're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. This is your host, Kristen Harper, and thanks for joining me today. It was a wonderful show, and please email me, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com, and let me know what you liked about this show and what do you want to hear for future shows, What? topics and next week you need to tune in because I will be interviewing my vision coach Jake Steiner and we will be talking about his program and myopia which he's helped people all over the world get their vision back to 2020 naturally so please tune in next week and thanks to my special guest today